You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. What's going on, guys? Ivan Simmental, your mortgage advisor. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mortgage Reports Podcast. We truly appreciate it. You are listening to the right episode if you've ever wondered what are the most popular or most common questions that future homeowners ask their uh, loan officers. So in today's episode, that is what we are going to cover. But before that, please hit the like and subscribe button if we've done a great job or if we provided any type of service to you that you really enjoyed in regards to the content that we're putting out and the information that we are providing. We know that there are many, many podcasts that you could be listening to. We just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. So without further ado, what are some of the common questions that I receive as a loan officer? So I'll go over them and then we'll tackle them each in detail. So here is a common one that I receive. How much mortgage can I afford? And this is a great question. Why? Because it can help manage expectations. So there are several things that go into this question. So we need to take a look at your income. We need to take a look at your credit. And we need to take a look at your down payment. Based on all these variables, we can determine exactly how much mortgage you can afford. But just because you can afford a mortgage doesn't mean that that's what you want or doesn't mean that that's in your best interest. So keep that in mind when a loan officer tells you, hey, you're pre-approved for $700,000 and your payment is $3,500, right? That might not be what you want your mortgage payment to be. So you'll lower that uh, purchase price and speak to your loan officer and make sure that you tell them, hey, I want my payment to be $1,500, $2,000, $2,500, whatever you want your payment to be, just make sure to let them know that. What do I need to qualify for a home loan? So this question is a common question that I get. What is needed for the pre-approval process or the qualification process? Well, we'll ask you for a list of documents. And in those documents, you will find your W-2, the most recent two years, your most recent 30 days worth of pay stubs. Sometimes we'll ask for 60 days just in case if it's a variable um, income that you have. We'll ask for your two years most recent bank statements. And we'll also ask you for your two years worth of tax returns. So that way it'll allow us to see exactly what your income is, what you claimed, what you deducted, and it'll give us a detailed look into your finances. On top of that, we'll also ask you for your ID and your social security card or passport will, will suffice as well. But all these documents are required because we take a look at them and we determine exactly how much you are pre-approved for. What is my interest rate is another common question that I get often. This question is a bit tricky and it's tricky for a few reasons, right? I personally like to tell my borrowers, well, that's a great question. It totally depends on what your goals are. Um, are you going to buy this house, live in it for two to three years, and then you're going to sell it or rent it? Or are you going to live in it for 15, 20 years um, and this is your forever home, right? Based off of these answers, we can determine, hey, this is the best option or the best uh, interest rate for you 
Or do you need money back for closing costs? Do you need some assistance helping pay for closing costs? So there's a lot of uh, variables that go into what is your interest rate? And that question always, it's fun to answer because I, I don't like to just say, well, your interest rate is 1% today or 2.5% or 3%, right? Because when I pull your credit, and if your credit isn't where it's supposed to be, you're going to be disappointed when I tell you that, hey, your interest rate is X and it's gone up. So great question to ask, um, and it's very important as well to know what your interest rate is and, and what your plan is going forward. Now, that being said, another question that I do get often is, what are mortgage points? What are points in general, right? So think about points as a percentage of the loan amount. So for example, say your interest rate is at 3.5% and you are able to lower that interest rate, but it's going to cost you some points, right? So in order to lower it, let's say a quarter, it's going to cost you 1% or one point. That is 1% of the loan amount. So that is, uh, in a nutshell, what points are. At the same time, you're also able to increase your interest rate to get points back. So it goes both ways. You can buy down your interest rate or you can get a higher interest rate to receive money back. Like I mentioned, you can pay for closing costs. Uh, one of the main reasons why you would get money back uh, or receive a higher interest rate to receive money or the points back. Will I have to pay closing costs? The answer is 100% yes. Everybody has to pay closing costs. There is no way to avoid paying closing costs. Now, with that being said, there are options for you to not come out of pocket for closing costs. So uh, I talked about increasing your interest rate so that you can receive money to pay for those closing costs, or you can also receive a grant from the state, depending on what state you're in, to pay for those closing costs. So there are options where you can not pay for closing costs where it doesn't physically come out of your pocket, where you can get a higher interest rate or grants or a seller credit. In some markets um, and in some instances, you are able to receive a seller credit for closing costs or for repairs, or whatever the case may be. If you receive a seller credit, um, you are able to use that for your closing cost. Another common question that I get is, how long will this process take? So, uh, this is a great question. Depending on the bank, it can take anywhere from 15 all the way up to 60 days. Uh, that's why I said depending on the bank, that is how long um, it can take. My recommendation for you would be to have your loan officer do a fully underwritten approval once you submit them uh, all of your documents and everything they uh, requested from you. Have them send it to underwriting. Underwriting will then determine if income does look good and the credit looks good and your assets look good and you're great to go. The only thing that will be needed is a property to underwrite. So it makes the process faster and it gives you that ease that you know that you are now uh, pre-approved, right? Fully pre-approved and fully underwritten, which this is the only way uh, to go. And especially in today's market, I would always recommend a fully underwritten approval. If you are fully underwritten, by an underwriter. That process can take, once you find your house, once the appraisal is ordered, that entire process could take anywhere from 10 to 15 days. So it expedites the process and it's really, really nice when you're submitting your offer and your uh, real estate agent says, hey, my client is already fully underwritten from the underwriter. We can close in as little as 10 days or 15 days. So that is my recommendation, and that's typically how long it can take. Of course, you need to work with your loan officer and provide all of the documents within a timely manner so that you're able to facilitate this. Guys, 
Thank you so much for listening to some common questions that I receive as a loan officer. If you have any questions that you'd like to ask us, leave them in the comments below. We'd be more than happy to address and answer any questions. Or even if you have ideas for future episodes that you'd like to listen to, please let us know. We are here for you. And thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast. Thank you so much for the Mortgage Reports. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 